Welcome to the Foreign and National Podcast, a show exploring diversity, inclusion, and our personal therapy sessions. My name is Sean. And I'm Vibhu. How you doing, Vibhu? I don't know. <laughs> How you doing, Vibhu? <laughs> you can't get out the first one. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm doing okay. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. How's your week been? Let's just talk about the episode, man. Okay. <laughs> it's just been such a long week. <laughs> okay. Today we're going to talk about individualism versus collectivism. So the way this came up was that I've heard from a few people at work that they're actually going to be leaving America uh, to go to a European country to because they feel like American society is very you know, like, it's very individualistic, it's very focused on the self, um, and not very focused on collective good enough, and that's pushing them away. And I also was scrolling through the Twitters, and I saw a thread uh, from somebody I follow that also said the same thing, that a lot of people in uh, Indian, from India, are also moving back to India, because they've struggled to make really good uh, social connections here. So I thought it'd be really interesting to talk about the difference between the two uh, societal behaviors, if you want to call them. Yeah, yeah. Two different, like, almost ideologies for living in a society. Yeah. And full disclosure, I personally didn't even ever look up individualism versus collectivism before. So this is going to be a learning journey for me. Vibu obviously knows about it because he has friends and family who have, you know, made, you know, these shifts across borders. But yeah, I mean, you want to start off, Vibu, and tell me, like, what is an individualistic society and what is a collectivist society? Yeah, let's start with definitions. Uh, So individualism and individualistic societies, they stress individual goals and the rights of, you know, the individual person. Collectivism focuses on group goals, like what's best for a a group of people and personal relationships as a whole. Uh, And so where an individualist may be motivated by personal rewards and benefits, the collectivist is motivated by the greater group's people and the greater group's um, sentiment well-being. Got it. Got yeah. it. Okay. Uh, and so sense. this is something I personally feel strongly about because India is a very collectivist yeah. culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It America is. is very individualistic. Yep. And being both feels kind of like a tug of war. It does. And we see a lot of people emigrate from uh, cultures that are generally collectivist. And then for them to come to America where... Yeah. I know we've stressed this many times, but like everyone is career focused and focused on improving the self more than even caring about the person who lives next door to them. Yeah. You know, that's a very, that's a very strange sort of vibe. So yeah, let's, let's hop into it. You want to talk about some personal stories? Yeah. I, so a few ways that I see this manifest, right? My, so the families that I hang out with, the Indian families that I hang out with, for example, they are some of the warmest people you'll ever see, yeah. like to guests and to each other. Yeah, yeah, They will go out of their way consistently to help out our greater friend group. Uh, they will do anything to make a guest feel home and comfortable. You know that thing that um, Indians do where like they basically force somebody to eat when they come <laughs> over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that right. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like... That's a, it's a very collectivistic thing. Like, I care about your well-being, so I'm going to do this for you. Mm-hmm. 
um, and whatever I do is for the community. Even like what you just mentioned, right? The career stuff. Yeah. I find that a lot of the motivation that I see for uh, my myself and my friends who are from collective collectivistic cultures, a lot of their motivation for their career is to help out a lot of people. Yeah, help out their families, help out people who they may know will need the support. Yeah, exactly. So right. like becoming a doctor, for example, is something that I hear a lot from Indians. Part of the reason, at least, is because you're you're literally saving lives. Huh, I never thought about it that way. All right. Okay. Um, I wonder if there's a statistic, like if you can look up like how many people become doctors for like the personal, I want to be a doctor yeah. versus like, I'm here to help people. I think it has to be the latter though, right? Like no one will go through that level of yeah. commitment. Just like if you want to make money, you, I don't know, do something. You you can do so many other things to make just as much. Yeah. Be a lawyer. No offense to lawyers, but <laughs> it is considerable less schooling. Than, yeah. Than, yeah. Uh, and then on the individualistic front, uh, one way that I see this is like contrasting it. I see this a lot in uh, some of the rhetoric around you know, how you should treat others versus how you treat yourself in American culture. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, I've, I've seen this a lot where, like, don't overextend yourself if somebody needs your help on something. Oh, I see. Okay. You know? Okay. Or, like, only help somebody out if you can. Interesting. Is that is that the same thing as, like, don't overstay your welcome, but from the other point of view? Basically. Yeah, basically. Like, is that an American thing you would say as well? Don't over... Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Because I don't think anybody, I don't think my family would ever tell somebody to like get out of their house. Well, it depends. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Right. Actually, at that point, my parents would just prefer not to have somebody over than to have somebody over and then feel uncomfortable, uh, you know, for some reason. Fair enough. Okay. They yeah. would never kick somebody out of their house. Makes sense. So like I'm telling you all this right now, is there anything that comes to your mind? No, I mean, that, that generally makes sense. Like the... The thing that I have always seen and grown up with is this like sort of individualistic capitalist sort of society we live in. And I've always generally thought that was the norm. But um, in doing research for this, that you know, the little research that we did, there are pretty interesting contrasts to like uh, a society where kind of going with what the group wants to do versus going with what you want to do. Yeah. And, and the reason I bring this up is, you know, I see a lot of, <laughs> it's funny, I saw a... Uh, a post on Reddit today where a guy, you know, he's like, I'm finally a U.S. citizen. And like, if you ever go to Reddit and sort by controversial to look oh, at all the, it's, all the comments are like, why would you do this? You just made a big mistake. Right. What a horrible. And then all the comments got done, but are like, yeah, freedom, America, democracy. Like, they're very proud of it for themselves because there's that personal utility out of becoming a citizen mm-hmm. or out of like saying you're from the United States. Yeah. When it's, I don't know, those are the same people who done don't kind of look at the bigger picture and realize that like a lot of things could be better if they were looking out for other people's interests as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, maybe I'm ranting a little bit, but like that. You can I, take the pandemic as an example, right? Like the mask versus no mask thing. Oh gosh, yeah. Like that's probably the yeah, yeah, most yeah. blatant example. I would say that the U.S. is fiercely individualistic when fiercely. it comes to anything that might encroach on your personal liberties and freedoms. Ver- and you contrast it with. The way the pandemic was handled in Taiwan or Japan, yeah. which had yeah. significantly less outbreaks and deaths because everybody immediately strapped a mask on. Yeah. Because it's literally about caring for the neighbor. 
Right, exactly. Even though you might have to go through. And that was another analogy I've seen made many times in the U.S. is that a person here is more likely to do something that hurts their neighbor if it's a small inconvenience to themselves. Yes. Yeah, that's like what I've noticed just, too. Just having any inconvenience is unacceptable. And it is all about your personal freedom and comfort and luxury mm-hmm. over anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a dark turn, but okay. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. I mean, there there's so many ways that it manifests in, right? Uh, at least in America, like, for example, uh, the idea of healthcare for all. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and being afraid to pay more taxes for that or free education for all and being afraid to pay more taxes for that. I think I just came up with the life hack. If you're in a foreign country and you don't know if it's an individualist society or collectivist, see how many personal injury billboards you see on the freeway. <laughs> if it's one or more. So, wait, actually, that's so funny. If it's one or more, you're in America. Oh, my God. That's a, that's actually that might actually be accurate. Well, I figured that there's. Yeah, there's definitely that might actually be accurate. That's crazy. Everything's about personal injury and personal care and personal and personal rewards. Yeah. Like, it's all personal liability. Whereas, yeah, you're not going to see that in India or, yeah, I don't know, any number of European or African Asian countries. That's so, that's interesting. Okay. So we say all this, um, and I think like we've been painting it a little bit with a negative brush, the individualistic. That See, my next question was going to be like, it. you know, from the little research I've done, it seems like there's a lot of drawbacks to it, but there's also benefits there are pros and cons yeah i think there are pros and cons so let's go through a few let's let's do this let's comparing not compare and contrast but let's go through the pros and cons of both okay okay so let's start with individualism individualistic society some of the pros uh include like personal freedom achievements you get awards for the hard work and effort you may have put in uh so you're saying recognition is like an individualistic thing? I think so. Like recognition. Yeah, I, I think so. Okay. So, so, I, I, yeah, I'm, I don't want to extrapolate this into like motivation, but it seems like someone in America, the reason they would want to live by the ideals is that the hard work they do, the reward they get, the success they see as a person just for themselves yeah. motivates them to work even harder. Yes. Interesting. Okay. And in a perfect society, the way that is, is you work hard for yourself and in turn that helps a bunch of other people. But in reality, that doesn't actually right. <laughs> sort of transpire. But even, but even at least in the pursuit of working hard for yourself, you inevitably, you likely help out some group of people. Yeah. Right. If you end up successful. Yeah. I mean, it clearly works. Like you see, like there's a reason America's productivity is, is really yeah like crazy high relative to other crazy developed nations as well yeah biggest businesses in the world are here like that works yeah. yeah um and i think on the topic of personal freedom individualistic societies really uh emphasize boundaries right so yeah 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 you know like what are you comfortable with what do you uh what'll overextend you yeah you want to you want to talk about uh how important touch can be Oh, yeah. Physical touch can be in these. This yeah. is a really cool article that I found that yeah. we, we talked Talk about. about it. And yeah, it was interesting is that um, in America, physical touch is not something that you do casually mm-hmm. when greeting someone or talking to someone. Like it's it's almost frowned upon if you're with like a friend at a coffee shop and you put your hand on their shoulder while talking to them. 
it seems like like a dire situation. Right, like exactly. Something very dramatic. Somebody's about to die or something. Yeah, and, and the contrast is that, you know, in Latin American countries or European countries, you greet someone with a kiss on the cheek. Mm-hmm. You hug them. You're constantly holding hands and, like, touching each other in a very non-intimate, only friend kind of way. But that's just the norm because it's all about the group mindset. Yeah, so if I were to touch you the way I touch you today in Latin America, you'd be okay with it. But just because we're in America, you say, Vivu, stop touching me like this. I'm going to file a sexual harassment Uh, lawsuit. I'm going to call the police. Oh, the FBI is coming in. (laughs) (sighs) Location, location, location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but in America, like you're, I remember growing up, it's like, keep your hands to yourself. Yeah. You're sitting on a bus, you're sitting on anything, you're just like, you're kind of... Keep your hands to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's interesting that, yeah, that doesn't necessarily apply in other places. Yeah. Should I read the statistic on distancing? Yeah, Vibhu is really happy about the statistic. I thought it was really interesting. So I found this piece of research that said that people in Latin America, when two people come together in a group, uh, they keep an average distance of about 60 centimeters from each other. Whereas in America, the average is about 81 centimeters. People in America tend to stay farther away from each other than uh, in other parts of the world. I have no problem with statistic. I'm just saying, who measured this, man? Who was like... Dude, those two guys are hanging out. Get out the tape measure. Get, get out quickly, the tape measure quickly, right now. <laughs> quickly. Oh, it's a group. It's a group. Get out your, Get out the ruler. Yeah, I always walk around with a tape measure for Just, this reason. Oh, like you have one In of those case, like, the wall, like uh, belt holsters, right? Yeah, absolutely. You, like, I have two. I have dual. I converted measures. my Nokia belt holster That's amazing. into a tape measure yeah. belt holster. Yeah, regardless of whoever went out measuring friends hanging out. That is a cool statistic that like generally people in the US will literally just stand farther apart. Yeah, people in America literally stand farther apart. Cool. Okay. okay. Yeah, interesting. So, okay, let's do let's do individualism cons, and we've we've touched on this a little bit, but it, a lot of the cons that you see in societies like this is that uh, social networks, deep social networks, are really hard to find and build because everybody's very focused on themselves, on their careers, um, and and don't feel the need or the desire to reach out and engage in those deeper connections. And that's what you said the people in your network were kind of seeing. The reason they yeah. were leaving to these countries is that because everyone almost exclusively cares about their own personal career trajectory or finding the next big thing to do, it's almost difficult to make genuine friendships. Yeah. And I and I and I agree with that to an extent that there are people in my life who I've met, you know, who are so hell bent on chasing success. Mm-hmm. That, like, you can't even have a down-to-earth conversation about anything. About anything with them. Yeah, yeah. they may not make the time for you. But you know what's interesting is that, and I'm guilty of this, I know you're guilty of this too, when you meet someone today who's completely lackadaisical, they don't, they, don't, they don't care about, like, I don't know, you meet someone who's just, like, going through life, vibing, living. We judge vibing. them. Then, then, then yeah. we judge them and we think, this guy's not even career-oriented. Like, what is right. he doing? So, there is that inherent bias that we have but whatever that's okay. true right so that kind of judgment against somebody who doesn't do that yeah right uh, it just shows how ingrained this is in our minds that's <laughs> the true idea of individualism that's true that someone who's not obsessing over their career is doing something wrong or weird yeah man that's messed up that's a con we're, that's talking, a con. About, we're talking about cons <laughs> uh and the implication of all of these cons is that you may often see weaker or poorer mental health as a result. Yeah, I was reading about that too. All right. Where like your general anxiety levels or depression levels, even social anxiety can be higher because you're so unfamiliar. You're unfamiliar. With, with yeah. Charting those, you know, waters. 
But okay, let's let's go to the pros and cons of collectivism. What are some of the pros? All right, pros of collectivism is that in in big situations that you need collaboration between a lot of people in order for the success of everybody. That's where you really see success of collectivistic societies where people will commit to actions for the greater group and so you'll see better livelihoods as a result so like socialized healthcare i'm assuming is a big part of this socialized healthcare uh mask wearing or something like that yeah yeah the mask wearing is a really powerful one that is you know fresh in our memories but also does a very good job of explaining like what the fundamental difference is. Yeah, like, very blatant. If, I mean, we've seen like in societies like Japan, if there's even a slight chance wearing a mask will keep people around you safe, they'll put it on. They'll put it on. Yeah. Easy. Right. And so because of all that, you have more peace within a group, mm-hmm. right? Whereas if you get a bunch of people in an individualistic society, you know, they may be unwilling to make compromises. Yeah. Right. For, for the comfort and peace of the greater group. In collectivistic societies, they're more willing to do that. Right. right? Okay. So more peace, a little bit more stability. Interesting. Yeah. What are the cons? The cons, though, are that uh, you don't see as much ambition or motivation for personal pursuits and goals. I see. Okay. Right. Uh, and so that's why, you know, well, actually, maybe this isn't true because in Asia, there are plenty of really big companies and businesses, but... Um, yeah, you, you still don't see as many people motivated by intrinsic desires to do, to push themselves. Yeah, uh, it probably is worth noting. These are all very vast generalizations. Yeah, absolutely. Anomalies and, you know, individual cases for everything can be countered with any number of anecdotes. Yeah. But yeah, this is just like the <laughs> basic definitions. We're scratching the surface here. We might do a deep dive, you know, maybe like look at a specific country in the future for a different episode. And kind of make a series out of that. But That'd like, be interesting. But yeah, these are general sort of views about what the ideals are of individualism and collectivism. You also see a lot of groupthink as what opposed to coming to your own conclusions about... So what make that distinction for me? Yeah, so whatever the group believes is right mm-hmm. is the thing that you will also believe is right, regardless of... Okay. You, know, you may not have done your own research behind it. And you may just disagree with the opposition just because your group doesn't believe in it. Well, now that just sounds like American political parties to me. (laughs) So, like I said, there's a lot of nuance here that that, that can be explored. Yeah. People who are self-proclaimed as individualistic people will then flock together with hive-minded, you know, communities. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and something a, a little bit on the personal front, I've seen that people with collectivistic Strong collectivistic mindset. It's a hard word to say, isn't it? It really is. I've, I've, I've tripped over collectivistic and individualistic <laughs> like five times already. People with strong collectivist mindsets, they, uh, they're they so motivated by you know making the other person feel comfortable that they will overextend themselves and continually, or may not even have boundaries, right? So it's like a... Which affects them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like the increased dependency... And less sort of autonomy. Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's pros and cons of each. So where this leads me is that like, I so personally, I think there, are, um, there's a balance of both that 
I still struggle with coming up with where like I see the benefit of individualism yeah. and American culture yeah, and I see the benefit of Asian culture and collectivism and I think the examples I've seen are too far in either direction. So like let me let me give you this example, right? Sure. You have agreed to meet a friend at 2 p.m. Okay. Um, another friend texts you and says, "Hey, like uh, I'm my my tire went flat. I got stuck here, or I could just really use some help right now." Mm-hmm. And you realize that helping your friend uh, will cost you 15 minutes, so you'll show up 15 minutes late to meet your first commitment. Mm-hmm. Right? What do you do? I'd probably go help the friend. You'd probably go help the friend, right? Yeah. But I don't think that's a universal choice. Oh, interesting. So there's people who would say, no, I already made a plan. Yeah, I'm I already, have a I'm already doing something. Right. No, you know what? I do know people like that. Right. And it's not like one is correct or one's incorrect. It's just a totally different mentality. It's a different mentality. So you're saying what you and I would do, going to help the third person who needs help, mm-hmm. that's the collectivism that's yeah that's the collectivism like i will Got put myself it. at like a it, it, we would be putting ourselves at a slight inconvenience right the 15 minutes huh, that yeah, would yeah, be yeah. late no but then but like i mean the way you'd say it is that you're also inconveniencing someone else you are also inconveniencing so that would someone else also kind of go against collectivism in a way you i think you look at greater group good right ah, so okay. like the cost of the person you'll be 15 minutes late for is, is much that, higher than the what the what the loss would be Oh, the, no, no, no. the cost I is see, lower. I see. The cost yeah, yeah. is lower yeah, yeah. theoretically, depending on what fr- what help your other friend yeah, needs. Yeah. What what your friend who you're giving your 15 minutes to is gaining is much more than what the friend who's losing 15 minutes is losing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Okay, I, I get that. That distinction makes a lot of sense. That's a good example. Did you come up with that? Yeah. Look at you, man. Every now and then. The every brain, now and then. Every, every now, now and then. then. The old noggin. The the gears work in there. Some <laughs> some smoke comes out, but I know. I Most know of the time, it's just you know. I know it's huffing and puffing. Okay, <laughs> that's good. That's cool. Wow, I. It's a corn fuel in an eighty-seven gas. That did that. <laughs> that did actually change my mind a little bit because I was always like I'm very individualistic. Yeah. I know that I've been selfish, but like I would definitely go help someone who's tired because like that's you know someone like that needs help right like why would you not <laughs> yeah okay. exactly yeah i and so the, the way i sometimes think about this is that sometimes when you make decisions for the greater group right you put yourself at an inconvenience mm-hmm. right um and everything that i've been taught over the past few years especially has been like don't inconvenience yourself put yourself first yeah like, for example, I I saw a, uh, a tweet, like, last year that had 100 or 200K likes, something really high. That was, like, normalized saying, uh, normalized canceling plans. Oh, I've seen stuff like that. Right. Which is, to me, seems kind of toxic or... It feels kind of selfish and, and not um, respectful of other people's time. Right, right, right. But then the other hand of it is the self-care you get yeah, from... exactly. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so that's where that's where my tug of war comes in. Yeah. No. I. I. My girlfriend is very individualistic in the sense that she is always like the only one you can really trust is yourself at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I've always been like, oh, you could probably trust your friends. Like you, know, you, <laughs> can, you can trust other people. But yeah. I get that there's people you know for whom where that sort of self empowerment and sort of self-trust is more than anything else that's yeah. that's like the height yeah i mean that's 
it's very it's very cool how complex like kind of anthropology and psychology and all this stuff is when yeah. it kind of melts you know comes down to this sort of discussion it's really confusing yeah, also, yeah, yeah. On an individual level, like and it's very confusing because you're like, I'm this, but then you see like five reasons why you're not the one thing that you thought you right, were. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then you're like, maybe I'm not this anymore. And also, you just have to think about like, what do I really believe in? Like, what's really important to me? Yeah. And then there's so much nuance too, right? It's situational. What if that friend who needs help that would cost you 15 minutes? What if he needs help like getting some, getting a jar of peanut butter off his top shelf? Yeah. 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 Well, then that's just yeah. That discretion really changes everything, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. Like, you, know? you probably wouldn't cost no. the 15 minutes to do that. No, no. You'd send him a link to Amazon to buy a stool. At that point, I'm a selfish bastard. <laughs> right, honest. exactly. There's so much nuance behind yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cool. That's that's interesting. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I imagine that I'm not the only person who thinks about this a lot. No, no. If you guys listening, you know, relate to any of this and... Give us your personal stories. We'd love to talk about it on the show. It'd be really cool. Exactly. As always, you know where to find us. We have a website now. We foreign do. and National, N-A-T-I-O-N-A-L.com. From there, you can find our Instagram page, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, if anyone listens to podcasts on Anchor, <laughs> like the three people who do. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the episode. We'll catch you next time. Cheers, everyone.